0: Sometimes it makes me sad, though,
1: and to being gone. I have to remind myself that some birds aren't meant to be caged. Their feathers are just too bright, and when they fly away, the part of you that knows it was a sin to lock them up does rejoice. But still,
0: the place you live in is that much more drab and empty that they are gone. I guess I just
1: miss my friend.
2: After
0: midnight, we're going to let it all hang out. After midnight.
1: Turn, look, and shine. Here we go! <laughs> when I started this podcast, the first thing I did was list all the topics for which I'd like to play a song. I aimed for 50. So I started writing them down, actually on paper. And I did what I always do when I write something on paper I spaced out for God knows how long. And this time I spaced out looking at my cat. He always lies down on the filing cabinet right next to my desk, usually looking out the window at birds. So I was looking at him, and then looking at the birds, and without thinking about it at all, I wrote down bird on my list of topics. I have to be honest with you, I don't know much about birds. They have feathers, they fly, some of them are nice, some of them are not. That's pretty much it. Usually I have something to say about the topics that I chose. I have a passion, I have a story, a fascination, an opinion. I really have nothing to say about birds. I apologize. I did that without thinking about it. By the time I realized that I had chosen a topic that I really had nothing to say about, I had 12 songs put aside for it already, and 12 good songs. And usually it goes up to 20, 25 songs, and then I have to reduce them to five, and then to three, because I leave two song spaces for the podcast policy. But still, I have 12 songs for this one, so I thought, you know what, let's do it. They're good songs, the three of them at least, and the others do. Anyway, point is, welcome after midnight. My name is Anthony from Montreal, Canada. I'm a night shift worker have been for the last 16 years, because during the day I take care of my two teenagers who are both severely autistic. It leaves me very little time, even though I spend most of it spaced out, to do anything for myself, so I keep my sanity by doing this. Every week, I play five songs related to one specific topic, and today, you've heard the entire true story of what a topic is birds. First two songs. Enjoy.
3: this is the Mercedes McLaren SLR Roadster, which is now officially the fastest convertible in the world. (coughs) That'll do 206 miles per hour, with the roof down. But if a blue bottle flies over the top of the windscreen at that speed and hits you in the middle of your forehead, it'll go straight through its own arse. I you were going to say it would go through your head. I was expecting that.
4: No, your head will be fine.
5: <laughs> oh, my talking bird Though you know Your brain can keep up with your being And your cat in an open cage So you're free There's a hint that I'm trying to give you The longer you think, the less you know what to do
1: Dead Cat for Cutie, from their 2008 album Narrow Stairs, the song is Talking Bird. It's their sixth album, and to me, to me at least, it's their darkest. They're always melancholic and sad and introspective in their uh, material, but it's remarkable, this one, how they even found a way to go darker than previously, but many people will say it's their best album. At least Rolling Stones and MTV said that Never Stairs was their best album. To me, it's just a nice song. I like listening to it, period. So I played it. You're welcome. Before that, The Icicle Works is the band. The song was Birds Fly. It's um one of those new wave band from the early 80s, but they came in at the tail end of that trend. Around 1983 that they started out, and most of the punk rock new wave bands started out in the late 70s. 77, 78, you had the Sex Pistols, the Clash, Blondie, the Knack. All these bands came in the 70s. And then you had a bunch of other bands who tried to cash in on that. At least That's how I feel about the Icicle Works. I'm not saying they're bad. I'm saying they sound like all the new wave bands that came before them sounded. They weren't exactly original, but I like this song. It's the only song of theirs that managed to crack the American market, the top 40, I think even top 100. In the UK and Europe, they had a string of hits. They had like six albums uh, in total following this one between 83 and 1990, but they never really cracked that American market except with this one song, which again, I liked, so I played it. So you're welcome. Good music doesn't always come from record labels or from musicians, for that matter. Sometimes it comes from the unlikeliest of sources. Don't stop listening to my podcast right away, but afterwards, go on YouTube and type bad lip reading. You're going to see their account. They do videos where they (laughs) guess in a very quirky way what the person could be saying if there was no sound. When their mouth is moving. It started with sport events, football games, baseball games, but then they started making movies, especially Star Wars, and they were having so much fun they turned it into songs as well. My favorite is Bushes of Love. Seriously, go on YouTube, check out Bad Lip Reading, Bushes of Love. You're gonna thank me. Today, since uh, the subject is bird, well, it's Seagulls Stop It Now. It's a Bad Lip Reading of the scenes between Luke and Yoda in Empire Strike Back. This is an entertainment podcast, so you're supposed to be entertained. Please enjoy this badly Breeding.
6: Penny for your thoughts. I hate Brenda, and a bad guy hit me in the shin, and I peed all in my pants. (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing a little music can't help. Rockin', rockin' and rollin'. So seagulls poke in my head, not fun. I said, seagulls, mm, stop it now. Everyone told me not to stroll on that beach. Said seagulls gonna come, poke me in the coconut. And they did. And they did. And they did. and me like. Nothing I could do but yell when these birds attacked me. When I tried to run, I fell, and then these kids started. down I love to prove and boogie mm-hmm. yeah Great. show you some dance moves mm-hmm. no I don't want you to if I had your giant feet out there on the beach could have outrun those birds you're a psycho wiener let me grab my beater Hold your breath and see, when the time is right, birds will back your face. Now run, 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 jump. I can be your backpack while you run. Swing from a hairy vine. I can be your backpack while you climb. Stand on one hand and lift. Rocks with your special gift. It's a tiny little stick and I was like that log had a job <clears throat> listen boy someday Sort of pitchy. Didn't like it? Listen, man, I'm not your friend. Mm, Don't fall asleep. Don't fall asleep. Stop it now.
4: this program to bring you
3: podcast Posse New York! You I have work. the
7: list in front of me.
3: I need to be reminded
7: oh. okay, the
1: table well,
7: has turned this time.
1: I will remind you, um I, first, I gotta say for subjects of birds, I was surprised that none of us, especially the self- medicator among us, <laughs> went with Bob Marley's three little birds. I thought somebody would, would go with that one, for sure. I
7: don't think I'm familiar with that song,
1: it, unless I heard it,
7: and I just don't know the title.
1: If you heard one, you've heard them all. Oh, oh my yeah. God, I'm going to get killed now. Cat, um, you went with a classic that almost landed you in song jail once again.
2: <laughs> if it
1: wasn't for the fact that Scott went deep cut, he counteracted completely, and submitted a song I've never heard of, nor would have listened to if it wasn't for him, and I've ended up liking it a bit. Scott, you went with Incubus. Mm -hmm. I've never um, paid attention to the band because of the name. I mean, I thought it was a death metal band. Why else the name of a demon (laughs) to do music if you're not going to do death metal? Apparently it's not death metal at all. So you, the song that you submitted, hold on, was not When Doves Cry at all. It was Crow Left of Murder from 2004. Oh, yeah.
3: So it's one of my favorite albums. And you asked me for historical figures. I was originally going to go with Megalomaniac from that album. And then when you asked me for furniture, I was going to go from Here in My Room from that album. So i kind of been looking to get something from that that album. And I once got told that I need to like maybe throw out a kindergarten pick. So who said that? It was you. (laughs) I said that. (laughs) So I I went with that. It's just a really good album and a great song. I want
1: you to listen to this episode about birds when it comes out because (laughs) I have a special homage to you at the end of the episode. I I selected the song. Uh, that speaks to your philosophical tastes, your deep cuts. I want you to listen to that episode carefully until the end. There's a really, okay. really special moment just for you. Um, um, Crow Lift of Murder, fifth album by the American band. It's strange a little bit because uh, the album is named it, it, after it, that song, but that song was not a single, mm-hmm. which is to me was strange. But still, I listened to it, and it's pretty good. The album debuted at number two. Straight away, when it was launched, number two in the U.S. Billboard sold three hundred copies in its first week. Went on to sell one point nine million copies. So it's platinum now. You said you wanted to go with uh, Megalomaniac instead of Body Holly. Why did you not?
3: Oh, um, because the only other choice I had for birds was Why Do Birds Suddenly Appear, and I really didn't want to pick that one. Because you picked
1: the sound of silence for, for dreams.
3: Wow, that's a great song, as we found out.
1: Um. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> Thank you for your choice. Kat, you went... Oh, dear God. <laughs> okay, Kat, you went with Prince. Please tell us about the song and why.
7: You're not going to be happy with my answer anyway, so why should I bother? No.
1: <laughs> for the audience, because the choice for them, not for me. <clears throat>
7: okay. <laughs> well, because Prince is great in all his purpleness... No, I think it's because it's nostalgic for me because growing up when I was a teenager watching the videos when much music first came out, because that's what you did. You watch the videos and I watched that video. I don't know how many times and it was just it was it was a really well-made video, in my opinion. And the song, I like the song. I really miss Prince. So it's it's more for nostalgic reasons.
1: I never liked them. I don't say anything because he's dead now. And apparently you can't say something because he's dead. But I I never liked Prince at all. And he made it worse a little bit before he died. He went to uh, one of those hipster festivals. I think it was Coachella. And he did a Radio Ed song. People thought that was amazing, so everybody filmed his performance of that Radiohead song, put mm-hmm. it on YouTube. The next day, everybody starts getting copyright infringement notices. You have to remove it. And no way. Radiohead oh. gives their music away. Even Tom Yorick went out and said, it, said, dude, you used our songs for free because we give our song away, and now you want to be paid for it? Mm. I, that, to me, is is quintessentially what Prince was. I think that guy is, is the embodiment of the excess of the 1980s. Somebody should have put their foot down and say, dude, you can't change your name for a logo. You can't call yourself <laughs> the artist. Formerly known as. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, it, that, that was not artistic.
7: Well, I liked his earlier stuff much better. He kind of went little loco when he changed his name, and I don't know. His earlier stuff was much better. But
1: I will play your song, because... um <laughs>
7: thank you your honor (laughs) because you suggested
1: it and because let's be honest it was the number one song of 1984 and that's not me saying it that's all the magazines all the charts were saying it five weeks during that summer it was a number one and another reason for me to hate it because he stayed number one for five weeks uh dancing in the dark by springsteen never reached number one and it was the only chance the boss would ever get to have a number one
3: hit well more importantly who are you gonna call that didn't make it to number one either the what? theme from Ghostbusters. Let's the music right
1: now before he says something else. <clears throat> <laughs> Podcast Posse.
6: The beacon was activated. Who is in danger? Ugh. Grandpa! Bird person! I am pleased there is no emergency. Oh, there's an emergency, all right. A emergency? When's the last time you got laid, Pers? It has been a challenging mating season for bird person.
1: so much for being with me again this week and as a final song i wanted to pay tribute to our friend scott the englishman who always brings songs that are in a level of introspection of depth of nuance that i haven't really reached when i play my own song when i do my own song picks so i wanted to pay homage to scott with a song that does have this incredible heart Into its lyrics, you can really feel that the person who wrote it sat down and filled their creation with blood, sweat, tears to make it an absolute masterpiece that will haunt you for many, many days to come. So, without talking about it any further, thank you, Scott. Thank you, listeners, for being with us. Have a good week and enjoy this tremendous song.
4: No eye in Team, but there is one in iTunes. So use your eyeballs, go there, and leave an eye review. No, it doesn't work.
3: Do it anyway!